Hello, welcome once again to Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, a weekly podcast on the television series One Piece, the live action 2023 Netflix show. Uh, that show came out on August 31st, 2023. They released all eight episodes at one time. However, we are reviewing each episode uh, weekly until we get through the entire season, uh, even though everybody can uh, go ahead and, and um, What's the term when people binge it? Binge. 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 <laughs> uh, but we're not doing that. Uh, some of us may have watched it all, but it, whether we binge it or not, we are only going to do one episode per week. And tonight is episode uh, three. I got to say, it is really hard not to binge this show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially with the cliffhanger on this episode here. But let's get into uh, who we are. So I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? I'm good. Excellent. And in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada. Hey, everybody. Sean, hope you're doing well. And in the state of Missouri, USA. Hi, it's Kevin, and I binged it. All right, very well, very well. Okay, so, yes, uh, it's a, a bingeable show because it's available all at once, and as folks have already mentioned on this podcast, it seems pretty good. Uh, the big news so far is uh, season two Second season has been announced. They released yes. uh, uh, Ichiro Oda, uh, the creator of One Piece and one of the producers of this show, uh, has announced that uh, season two is coming. Uh, it has been uh, greenlit by uh, the studio, which is uh, let's see where it's the studio because I don't think it's actually Netflix Studio. No, it's uh, it's Kaiji Productions and Tomorrow Studios and Shuisha, uh, and uh, Netflix uh, is uh, I guess purchased the rights to the show. Um, so uh, what we do here, uh, we are first part of the dark. Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's a website that hosts a number of podcasts that include all your co-hosts that you hear on this podcast here, including uh, the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is a weekly podcast on genre and horror films, and then various other podcasts and whatnot. Um, so uh, this one here is basically related to the show. It can be found a couple of places. Uh, first off, you can find it on darkdiscussions.com, the website. But you can also find it wherever you watch podcasts. Oh, watch, I mean listen to podcasts. So basically if you listen to podcasts uh, like uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, uh, Stitcher until they went defunct uh, on August 30th uh, because they were bought out by iHeartRadio. So you can probably listen to this podcast on iHeartRadio. Uh, also, you can listen to it um, on Spotify. Uh, Spotify, that's the one I was looking for. I forgot that one. So uh, you can find it under Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, or you can also find it under the Doc Discussions podcast feed as well. So if you want to hear all our podcasts that your co-hosts are on, you can uh, also subscribe to Dark Discussions Podcast, and this will pop up there as well. Um, all right, so for today is September 19th, 2023, because sometimes our episodes are not released immediately, but this is a weekly show, so this one uh, is uh, very timely in the sense that once we record it, it's released within two days. Uh, so this will be released on uh, September 21st, 
23, which will be Thursday. Today is uh, Tuesday, the 19th of September. Um, so a couple other things. Uh, hey, wait. With Phil, you never know. Last week's came out at, like, midnight the night we did it. That is true. That is true. Uh, tonight, though, <laughs> I'm playing too much Bioshock, so I, I can't. Ah, yes. Big Daddy. Yep, Big Daddy. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, what you can find on darkdiscussions.com uh, is, like I said, all the other podcasts. But we do have an email. It's darkdiscussions.aol.com. And if you email us and put in the subject, uh, Boa Hancock or One Piece or something related to the show, uh, we'll know that it is for this podcast here because we get so many emails that our emails that are sent to us get lost. And um, if you don't put something that I can do a search on, uh, I will never find the email and will not be able to read it uh, online or on the podcast. But if you write one piece and then whatever your subject is, or Bella Hancock and then whatever your subject is, uh, we will know it's for this podcast here and we will read your email on this podcast. Uh, some of our other television show podcasts that we've done, we've gotten many emails and we've read them weekly. Um, so, uh, Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Uh, they are able to also find the Patreon link, which is a way that people can support creators. Uh, the Dark Discussions podcast and all its other podcasts within the, the network are all released free to everyone across all the different podcast providers. But there's a ton of expenses behind the scenes that Phil is usually the one who's dealing with. So what happens is if you're able to financially, and we know these are difficult times financially for a lot of us, um, if you could even donate $1 a month, that makes a huge difference in being able to keep everything going. Uh, now, if you're able to donate $5 a month, for every $5 a month you are able to donate, you can pick a movie that can be picked for a review every quarter. And then if your movie is chosen, then it will either be on the main Dark Discussions feed or one of the sister feeds, depending on where it uh, falls genre-wise. Again, financial support is awesome, but it's not always possible. So if you can find a way to share podcasts, you know, the information of dark discussions across social media, that is also an excellent way to help support us. And just listening to us every week, I mean, you know, the, all the multitude of different shows to listen to, that helps. We appreciate any time and effort you spend being involved and in having us as part of your, your day. So thank you. And again, just thank you for giving us a chance to be able to do this. Indeed, indeed. So uh, everything's appreciated, and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and emails will let us know that you're listening, and we will read your emails on the podcast. And we um, have, in the last year, done a lot of those picks, just to let people know. So it's we don't, like, necessarily sit on them. We try and do them in a timely fashion. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so tonight we're going to discuss uh, episode three of the television series, uh, once again, the television series is uh, based on uh, One Piece, uh, Echiro Oda's uh, manga, which has been turned into a anime. Uh, it's a billion-dollar, a multi-billion-dollar business uh, in Japan and worldwide, um, and is now uh, taken off as a live-action show. Um, so let's get into episode three, which is called Tell No Tales, uh, directed by Emma Sullivan. 
and uh, written by Matt Owens and Damani Johnson. Um, so uh, Damani Johnson is someone I'm not familiar with, but uh, um, Matt Owens is one of the co-developers of the television series along with Stephen Maeda. Um, all right, so I guess we can discuss our opinions on the episode. So let's start with you, Barry. What do you got? What, what do you think of this episode? I really like this episode. It has a different feel than even the last two. It feels like each episode every week has has had a different feel. Um, and this one was still really good. Um, it did end in a cliffhanger, which um, – Kind of was a bummer since we're not binging, <laughs> but that's fine. I can wait until uh, I watch it next week. Um, I thought the acting was good. The storyline was good. Uh, it had some good surprises, uh, some things I didn't expect, and it still, as usual, is, puts me in a good mood watching it. Um, Monkey's enthusiasm just gets me every time. Uh, I think it's the quality has stayed for the first three episodes, and that is a really good thing. All right, sounds good. Um, let's go with you, Sean. What do you got? Yeah, uh, not much more I can say other than what Garrett has said. It's just, it's so strong. It's so consistently strong. Uh, there, I haven't seen a I single dip from episode one to episode three, and I think it just keeps getting better. Casting, uh, sets, story, everything is just so spot on and so tight. And just, you can tell that this was made with love and with a attention to detail. And it shows in just the quality that we are getting to experience every week. So absolutely love it. And I'm looking forward to talking about the stuff that happens. All right, sounds good. Uh, what do you got, Sean? That's me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I meant Mr. Letts. I don't know why I said that. Sean, I apologize. Uh, Mr. Letts, I apologize. Ditto. I mean, what more can I say? It was a great episode. They're all after after binge watching the rest of them. I can honestly say they are all good episodes. Not a dud in in, in you know among the the eight shows. Um, I couldn't help. I, I couldn't help but to just continue watching, you know, after this one. It, yes, there was a cliffhanger. And, I mean, I was confident that, you know, they were going to end up all right. But I still wanted to see how. And um, I like the fact that we got some backstory with Zorro and even character development from Zorro. So, yeah, this was like the others, a very fun episode. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, as, as uh, kind of Barrett said, uh, and I kind of alluded to in prior episodes of this podcast, that this is feeling like it's going to be an episodic uh, podcast with a underlying story uh, underneath the each episode, so basically the search for the one piece uh, is is the underlying story, but each episode will be a different adventure, so it's kind of like older shows like Super, Supernatural or X-Files or something like that, where you have these uh, Monster of the Weeks while the, the main story um, comes in and out 
and whatnot. And uh, this is doing the same. Uh, this is a brand new uh, uh, feel. Uh, compared to the other two episodes, it's got the new characters, um, and unlike the other two episodes, it's a, uh, a huge cliffhanger. Um, so um, it's kind of tough to, uh, uh, if this was a weekly podcast, it would kind of, uh, not a weekly podcast, but a weekly show, it would kind of stink because uh, that's what, you know, they, they used to do back in the day when we were youngsters where they would have the cliffhanger and we'd have to wait a whole week. Uh, so, yeah, we could binge this if we wanted to. Uh, so, yeah, big thumbs up for me as well. All right, so uh, what we do here on this podcast is we spoil everything because we're assuming that everybody that's listening to this podcast is a fan of the show because that's the reason why you would be uh, listening to this podcast because you like uh, the live-action One Piece show and maybe even are familiar with the source material, uh, both the anime and the manga. And so... Um, You've watched it, and you just want to hear people talk about it uh, and give perspectives and ideas and what we think is going to happen and whatnot. So, uh, spoiler alert is up, as it always is, on our TV podcast. Um, all right, so uh, where do we want to go? Uh, what do we want to talk about? Uh, I'm willing to go wherever anybody wants to begin. I guess uh, I'm, just oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I really liked – we we find out near the end a connection between um the the new guy that shows up uh that tells some wild stories and I can't think of his name for the life of me. Uh Usopp. Usopp. Okay, yeah. Usopp. And we find out that he's connected to the captain that um Monkey admires completely. And so that's kind of a neat find out that we get in this episode. Yeah, yeah, we find out that uh Usopp is the son of one of the a crew of um i guess monkey's mentor uh from the flashbacks yep. and he went with captain stench or yeah, yeah, yeah. something i, I yeah, don't think i have his name right it's not stench it's something else but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't think of it. yeah, yeah. Uh, geez, I can't. I, I, Shanks, isn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Shanks, Shanks, Captain Shanks. Shanks. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. Yeah, so Shanks takes off to go after the One Piece, and Usopp's uh, father is part of that crew. Um, and the thing that was pretty good about this reveal is a lot of these things feel kind of um, too coincidental. And, yeah, and forced. Not, yeah, yeah, not not to piss on on Star Wars because Star Wars is great and it's intentionally the, supposed to be um, space opera and serial, you know, goofiness, and then it just turned into something even bigger than uh, anyone ever expected. But you know, Darth Vader becoming known to the you know he's actually Luke's father and stuff, and you know, in the first movie, if it had just been a one-off movie, which originally it was supposed to be, uh, that probably wasn't even thought of and that was just something that it felt be. tacked on right yeah yeah Whereas exactly. this, this didn't feel tacked on it felt like a a you know like a palpable story that just it fit it yeah, felt yeah. and i think it's i think it's because of the actor who plays uh monkey um he just does it so well the guy's a great actor i think he's just a natural um and 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 we've already said it so many times in prior episodes of this podcast that the, that the guy's just a um, quite perfectly cast for for the role. Um, 
So yeah, let's let's talk about uh, who this Usopp guy is, how we're introduced to him, and uh, how Monkey and uh, his, uh, I guess, involuntary crew um, meet, meet him. <laughs> so uh, where do we want to go? Uh, who wants to who wants to talk about uh, how we meet him? Yeah, go ahead, Barrett. They're looking for a ship. They need a bigger ship to go look for the One Piece. So they go to a place that I think it's Nami knows of. Yeah, well, what it is 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 you're a little off there, Barry. It may have been because you already binged it and you haven't rewatched it recently. But what it was is their boat begins to flood. yeah, it begins to sink. Yep, and and so they look on the map and they say, okay, this this island is the closest island. And in Nami says, yeah, uh, this is where we want to go. The fun part too is Zoro's like the bathroom's leaking, and she's like, we don't have a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Which makes you wonder what's going on. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, it's cool too that Zoro goes, uh, go, all right, since we're going to get a new boat, let's make sure it has a bathroom. <laughs> and then Monkey yeah. finds a really cool looking boat that he really likes. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice big boat with a, with a ram's head. Um, whatever it is they call it. The thing, the, the, the thing that's up in front. Usually it's a woman. But this one's a monkey. This with monkey, a uh, ram's head. Uh, well, that's the theme of this show, right? Yeah, like yeah, we saw yeah. the we saw the bulldog for the the guy chasing them. Yeah, and yeah, then that other one. woman had the goose, right, or something like that. What was it? The duck, was it? The duck, yeah, duck. Yeah. <clears throat> what do they call yeah. those things again? Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's, it's like a maiden head, isn't it? Maiden like head or bigger head, head or something. Mast head. Figurehead, ornamental symbol or figure okay. firmly placed on some prominent part of a ship, usually at the bow, which is the front. A, fi- a figurehead could be a religious symbol, a national emblem, or a figure symbolizing the ship's name. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of the more common ones that we've seen have been like mermaids and stuff. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we have a bulldog, um, and then we have, uh, um, in this case, it's a ram. Yeah. Um, so he, meaning, uh, monkey has a, a kind of a bet with Nami that they'll get the boat for free. Well, because she's like, what kind of pirate are you? Cause he's like, we're going to pay for it. <laughs> and they have no money. So how they would pay for it is a question. And yeah. So then they make that bet. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so. Um, the thing is, is that, uh, they talk to this Usep guy who they find out is just a, uh, janitor of the shipyard. Uh, but he claims he knows the owner of the shipyard who owns the boat. And he says that no one, uh, she, she basically she wouldn't sell, she won't sell boat to anybody and monkey says well i want to talk to her and so he, this guy agrees to do so and uh they he's kind of friendly anyway and so they, they kind of become friendly with him as well um all right so what do we want to talk about from here where do we want to go i don't want to be a monologue here i need i need people, well, I won't, I need people I won't to speak bring, yeah somebody else can go this time i went well i was gonna time. say like <laughs> i mean we can jump around because we don't really need to know like scene for scene or whatever. But the one thing I wanted to say is that, again, watching Monkey throughout the episode 
and just the pure joy he has in moments, the pure naivete he has in moments, um, it's just refreshing and enjoyable. Like, you genuinely just think this guy is just a... He may be silly, he may seem ridiculous at times, but there isn't a bad bone in his body, so to speak. And it's just enjoyable to watch a character play out that way. I can't remember a single character on TV like him. (laughs) And I mean, just just to see his interactions, you know, like, he's oblivious to all the times when people are, like, insulting or whatever. He just, he just, you know, whether he acknowledges it or not, or whatever, it's, I guess you can, uh, for discussion, but just the way he carries himself and just the interactions with everyone, it's just so, as I say, just refreshing. And it's enjoyable and He's just so likable. And I, and I don't know, Phil, you're more familiar with the source material. Is is that Remember exactly that, uh, how he is in the oh, manga or anime? Or? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what, he, he sure is. Um, he's... He's definitely. I mean, obviously, in, during the, Hi, ma- in, the, the in the anime and the manga, um, I, I they have the exaggerations call, of how characters to, uh, act. To to and I, I, I um, he's he's um, more um, squat right wing petitioners and, Walmart, and shorter and rather than tall and, and, and good looking guy like this guy here. Um, so he's a little different that way in appearance, as most of the characters are. Um, uh, in, in a way, uh, Usurp for sure is, is, is much different looking, but personality-wise, yeah, yeah, he's 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 fairly similar to uh, the anime and manga. So yeah, they, they got it spot on. Um, and again, uh, I think they're going to be spot on pretty much throughout because unlike other people, um, it's Hiro Oda who is the uh, owner of this. I have had original material, uh, intellectual property, if you prefer, is, is like and filthy rich Walmart because he's made a fortune and the on this stuff. So he can just tell everybody to go leap off. And so they got to, unlike you know, say George R. R. Martin, who's made good money, but not like this guy. So when George R. R. Martin sold his rights off to Game of Thrones, they could toss him out after a point. You know, Well, he wasn't filthy rich. Before, right, he was <laughs> the show came out. Whereas this the guy show, was, yeah, right. That that show made him a, a, a multimillionaire. This guy is is probably you know nine figures, and you know so he's he's up there with with, with uh, Taylor Swift money. So not not a billion like her, but but he's got a lot of money, and so he can just say, I don't need to do any of this unless we do it my way. And so they're going to be pretty spot on, I think, uh, throughout. And so, um, so far, it's showing that that they're they're correct. That that this is how it's going to be. Um, and if him being the person to announce uh, season two, it shows you how much power this guy has over this show. Well, and you know, sometimes that doesn't work out. Not every author is capable of translating their work <laughs> into a TV format. So, so and Walmart has sometimes no they have too much influence, but in this case, it's probably a really good thing. Yeah, yeah. I will say, like, for example, uh, J.K. Rowling had a lot of influence over the movies. 
and I'll, there was a lot of scenes in those in some of those movies. I've seen a, a handful of them that were specifically based on the book uh, because she wanted those scenes in the movies, but they didn't really translate too well. Like there's a scene in I think the first movie where Harry Potter is staring in a mirror of some sort of mirror that Harris said, yeah, yeah, yeah shows you your desires. Right, 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 and that's kind of hard to do in a movie, and so the people who weren't familiar with the source material, the scene kind of sucked, um, but people who are very familiar with the source material thought it was pretty awesome because, oh, my God, they get the scene in there. Um, here, um, I, we're, uh, I'm thinking that they're not going to do that where he's going to be – I mean, because he's already gone through the manga, and he's yep. already done it – they've already done it as an anime, so it's already been a TV show. So he already knows That's what That's the thing, works. yep. It's already yeah. a TV show, yep. Yeah, so he already knows what, what, what works, right? So he's not going to screw it up and uh, be too much hands-on where he's going to go, well, we have to put this in, even though it's not going to work, you know? Yep. So uh, yeah, so I think that's that's a pretty good, good, um, good thing is that they already have the enemy that was like almost like a trial run, even you know for twenty years it's been running. So, um, so uh, let's see, what else do we want to go with? Uh, How about you, Kevin? What you got? Yeah, Kevin hasn't said anything. I've I've just been I, I've just been listening. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, I mean, I mean, it's through the show. Well, don't at the end we also find uh, a, a rather surprising relationship between uh, Monkey and... That's not this episode. That's episode four. I thought it was at the... Oh, right? Yeah, this see, that's what happens when you binge all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Well, yes, we have the, the, we have the, the relationship uh, with... Usopp and, and one of the, 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 the pirates crew that, you know, I mean, Monkey knows his father. And he's probably, the funny part is he's probably spent more time with Usopp's father than, than Usopp has. Um, Usopp is, it's, Usopp is an interesting character because in many ways he reminds, in some ways, he reminds me a little bit like Monkey where he's kind of the, in most, in many cases, he's kind of an optimist. He's always cheerful. Um, you know, he goes to this, you know, he goes and he's like, even though he's, he's also a little bit, del- he's also a bit, well, he's, he's delusional and he's a liar. Um, because, I mean, he meets the, this, this woman who owns, you know, the, the rich woman who, you know, has the, the mansion and who owns the, uh, owns a shipyard, and he's and he's talking about, oh yeah, I'm the captain, and this is my crew, and you know the three of them are looking at each other like, wait, what, huh? Wait a minute, huh? I thought you, were, and and that's kind of one of those points where they're kind of looking at monkey like, I thought you were our captain. What are you? What's going on here? You know, and that's kind of a, it's kind of one of those first times where the three of them are actually acting together as a crew. Where they're kind of identifying as a crew, um, I, I don't know. That that's just my um, take on it. And then Monkey kind of gets a little uh, enthusi- a little too enthusiastic when he's because they're all talking about pirates and how Usopp. Well, we um, Usopp is I wouldn't say he's a pirate hunter, but he's he, he doesn't 
he's kind of always been against pirates because he's yelling, yelling pirates are coming pirates are coming he's the 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 was it they call it the, the the boy who cried wolf you know wolves wolves you know and then you know pirates are coming and after a while people are like no we know we know shut up you know and pirates aren't here um and then finally at the end but the pirates are actually here and they're like no no they're not we've heard this before no honestly they're here no, no, they're not. Shut up. Go to bed. You know, that type of thing. Well, yeah, in the end is awesome sure. when Kobe shows up and says, I, I believe yeah, you. believe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's – and actually, you, you're, that's also interesting is, is because – oh, and also the, the vice admiral um, puts Kobe in charge. You know, and the, the, the son of the axe hand guy – is really frustrated because, I mean, he's getting more and more, I mean, every single time he's getting more and more humiliated. You know, he's not used to being put down like this. He's used to being, you know, the father of the big guy. You know, everybody has to do what he says. And now he's just a, he's a peon, really. And, and now yeah, you, mean, got, you, mean the, you mean the son of the big guy. That's what I said, yeah. He's, you, know, the son of the, you said, you said father. the father. Oh, sorry. He's the son of the big guy. He's the son of the big guy. You know, the father's the big guy, and um, it's, you know, it is just constantly now because his father is no longer, even when his father was like the big guy, he still was kind of put down a lot, you know, or humiliated, and now he's just, it's, I have to admit, though, he's, He's not giving up yet. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like he was a mascot. His dad suffered his presence, but was not ever had any had no faith in whatsoever in him. And if it wasn't, if he had no blood ties to him, I don't think he would have still been alive. But the thing that I thought was interesting because we had talked about this last week was the vice admiral pouring the honey into Kobe's ears. And watching him as they're doing the game, and he builds up Kobe's confidence, putting yeah. more power and more uh, responsibility on Kobe, and shaming the other guy. And it just—it's—it's it's totally feels like the indoctrination process. Yeah, but, but I, wanna, I, I actually I, feel like he likes Kobe. I wanna, oh, he may. I want to—I want to ask something here to Kevin. Did yeah. you think this was a like a Cain and Abel thing? The two of them, with 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 um, uh, the captain as as uh, you know, like I guess the personification of of God and these two guys, and one feels awful and is treated crappy, while the other one is is looked upon as the you know the the good son or the, or the better person. What, what do you think on that? Am I? I, well, uh, I mean, that? that that's an that's an interesting take, but no, I I did not. Um, I didn't think about it, um, mostly because this is kind of a of a trope that I've seen before in, in other places. Um, but I mean, as you mentioned it, I can see the the parallels. You know, you got the two. It, it's I'm just going back through my mind with Cain and Abel, and it's just the whole idea was Cain and Abel kind of started off together. And Cain's um, sacrifices were not acceptable, while Abel's was. Abel's were, 
and you know, and, and Kane's like, "Look, what did I do? I'm doing, I, I'm doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing, you know, that type of thing." And he he really wasn't. But and the thing right. is, he, he didn't was, really he was, understand that. Yeah, yeah, he he was doing it for for uh, uh, different reasons. While yeah, his motivations were not good, whereas their yeah, their motivations were different. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, it's just—I mean, he—he he thought he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, even though it was to know, gain he, favor instead of doing it because he loved God. Right. That was yeah, and it, it was just then. So I mean, with—I mean, looking at it that way, it's—it's it's funny that you you mentioned that because now I'm—I like I said, now that you mentioned, I can I can see the parallels, but at the same time, though. You can tell that Kobe wants to be friends with this guy. Right, right, yeah. Kobe, you know, Kobe, Kobe, has... Kobe, Kobe, Kobe wants to be friends because he's not. I mean, really, Monkey is the only person that has ever actually treated him like a friend, which kind of hurt. You know, which which it hurt for him when he left because he wanted to be a Marine, and he's like, I don't want. You know, I. I don't want to be Monkey's enemy, but I'm a Marine now. I'm going to be. But the thing is, is that he was always, um, you know, he was only, um, he wanted to be a Marine. And so the only friend he ever had, he, he's afraid that he's going to come up against sometime as an enemy. But so he's trying to make other friends. And I, and he's not, and the thing is, Kobe is not rubbing it in the face of this guy. Um, you know, he, he doesn't want to, um, he, you know, he doesn't want to, like I said, he doesn't want to rub it in his face. He doesn't want to say, see, you know, the Admiral likes me, you know, why should I listen to you? No, I mean, he, he wants this guy to, he wants to like this guy. He wants to be friends with this guy. You know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to make enemies, uh, with, the um, um, with, with the rest of the Marines. I, I have a question on that. So is the Admiral just doing what he thinks is right in, in making the other guy, like, he's not very competent, so he needs to do this? Or is he trying to make them enemies? Oh, he's making he have enemies. a goal there. You well, think he's, no, he's I don't, purposely I doing don't, that? I don't, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's purposely doing it. No, I don't, believe he do, I don't believe he's doing it. I believe that there's something about Kobe that the admiral sees likes yeah. um that's my feeling you know it's 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 kind of like the i mean it's kind of like the you know i see something of you know like my son or i see something of me or i you remind me of like someone i cared you know like you remind me like somebody that that helped me or you remind me like my son, or you remind me, you know, stuff like that. You know, I mean, that's what, um, that's my general thought on, on that. You know, it's so, um, and I, and I really don't, I still don't think it is brainwashing. Like we were talking about brainwashing last week. I don't think it's brainwashing. I do, though, think that there is that element of, 
like I said, I think the Admiral sees something in Kobe. I think the Admiral wants to bring it out of him. It's like the Admiral sees potential in Kobe. Like we said earlier is that, you know, your experiences don't make who you are or your past doesn't make who you are, but it, you know, it gives you the skills or something like that is to, to be, be somebody, you know, so essentially what he's saying is he wants to help Cody reach his potential. I think that's what I'm mostly trying to say is he wants to help Cody uh, achieve his potential and, he sees it because, like during the game, when they're when they're playing the game, he said, "You're you're not." First, see, when I first saw that them playing the game, I thought the the admiral was letting Cody win. Um, but as I'm thinking back, I don't think he was. And I think yeah, I don't think so either. I, think I don't that think he so was, either because once he once he told him what his flaw was, Kobe yeah. adjusted and then started kicking his ass. In the right, game. in the game, and it's a very strategy, and it's a strategy game. You know, it's you know not you know, you know, like the old game of life or shoots and ladders or whatever. I think it was Go, know. wasn't it? I think they were playing Go. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it reminded me a little bit like this one game you used to have called Othello, but it's not that. Yeah, but I think it's, it, I think it's Go. It's an Asian game. Uh, okay, but the whole, but the whole point, yeah. I mean, since this is an Asian based movie, that makes sense. But the whole point is, is that <clears throat> he says at first, you know, the reason why you lost is you're playing defensively. You've got to attack. You know, you've got to, like, take away your inhibitions and take a chance and take a risk and, and attack because that's what you have to do as a Marine is you have to attack. And <clears throat> once Kobe figured that out, and he started doing that. He his strategy, I think, was impressing the admiral because at the end, the admiral's like, "I've played this game five times, and he's beaten me all five times." I don't remember how many times, but he's pretty much he says he's been beating me all afternoon. You know, he was just impressed with with Kobe's skills, and so more and more, he's saying, "I want to train this kid up because he's going to be something." Now, um, I, I want to bring up the fact uh, about Usopp and his lies, and sorry for this drastic change because this was something you said right at the beginning of, of what we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know yeah, I got that correct. No, 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 and that's great. That's great. But I wanted to—I uh, didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't want to interject. So I, I let, let you go, and, and, and I'll talk about all the other good stuff. Uh, but I do want to bring up, uh, yeah, so, so Usopp in the manga and anime um, does have a long nose like Pinocchio uh, because of – uh, he lies a lot. That's so, funny. So, yeah, so they made him do that. And, and you know, anime um, and manga, they, they do a lot of exaggerations. And since this is um, a fantasy epic, some of the, the people, you know, like as we saw in this episode here, uh, the sheep guy, uh, Mary, um, he's actually kind of part sheep in, in real life. So so the, because the characters are, you know, even though we've only seen mostly humans, people are – uh, more apt to be like uh, characters in in like the the Witcher or, or something like that, where there, there's some differences. And in the manga, he has a long nose because he does lie a lot. So it's supposed to be a nod to Pinocchio to, to you know wink wink to the readers and uh, 
folks that watch the anime. Um, and, the, and the only other big change is, is they, they change his uh, uh, ethnicity or race uh, because in, in um, the anime and manga, he's, um, uh, I guess, peach skin, so he could be Asian or, you know, like, like East Asian or, or Caucasian. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the nose thing, that was the main thing I wanted to bring up because, uh, you, you caught that right away, Kevin, and sure enough, they, they show that in the anime and manga with, with the nose, the Pinocchio nose intentionally. Um, so well, I, I mean, when he comes in, when he comes in and he, he gives the, the girl what he calls this pearl and it's obviously a round white stone. And he said, oh, yeah, I was floating on giant goldfish dung when I thought – I'm thinking to myself – and she's laughing at it. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking to myself, is she that gullible or is she just enjoying the stories even though they're utter, utter nonsense? Enjoying the uh, stories. I What was that? Enjoying the stories. Yeah, so I'm just sitting there thinking, please tell me she's just enjoying the stories. Because when they come in – the the two the, the the servants the three servants don't want him there, and she does. So I mean, you kind of have to wonder what is it. I mean, it, it's it's at first you wonder do the servants know something about this guy, and are they trying to protect the girl, or is there something else going on? Turns out something else is going on. Yeah, I. I, I you know what's funny is that, um, you know, again, this is early in the in the manga and anime, um, and again, you know, they have thirty years of of, of material, um, or pretty close to thirty years, but like twenty or something. Um, this, wow. The thing is, yeah, no kidding, right? Um, so it's like the Simpsons. Uh, but the thing is, is not remembering much. Uh, I do remember. I, I mean, I did guess that. She was being poisoned. It, it just, oh yeah, I, me too. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I just, just felt it. Look. Once she was sick, yeah. and that other guy seemed swarmy. Yeah, swarmy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like okay, there's something bad going on. Uh, and, and we've, well, and I we've, mean, just, we've, just we've seen, looking at her face, you know, and she gets sick, you know, and just I mean, looking at the face, how she looked pale. She almost looks. I mean, with the with the with the dark eyes and all that. I don't know. It just, it just seemed like she was very dependent on the butler, and it almost seemed like he was trying to make it that way. So, I mean, I was suspecting the butler like immediately. Right. I, we've seen this too, and and things. I mean, we've seen it in uh, uh, Pet Cemetery, uh, at least a book, with with uh, the sister. Um, well, no, it wasn't Pet Cemetery. Where the hell was it? it was well, there was Lord of the Rings. Well, oh, Lord of the Rings. What happened? What, what's the, what character? Lord of the Rings. Um, King uh, Aramir was Theoden. being poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen you know he was being like influenced before. by yeah by Wormtongue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we've seen this before. Um, so when it, when I saw her and and stuff and it. It, it just was like a flashback of, of seeing this in, in prior. It's very fairy fairy talish too. So yes, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It, which is kind of neat because you again we talked about this before, but you get the feel of modern day stuff, fantasy stuff, and then this just whole pirate versus marines world 
It's well, it's very interesting. Well, yeah, the thing Barrett starts off that way, right? Because when Usip, they have the flash, the like the pre-credit scene where Usip's going screaming, and the cars are coming, the cars coming, and yep. her, his neighbor that he's he's kind of friends with, even though the guy rolls his eyes, uh, is wearing a polo shirt, like a golf shirt. Yes, and glasses. Yeah, like right, very exactly. modern looking glasses. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and a and a shirt that I I would have worn a couple of years ago when when I used to yes. prep it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of funny. So it, it is this strange thing, and that's the reason why I brought up steampunk way back in our first episode to you, Kevin, because it, it kind of was like that, where there's some normal stuff, and when I say normal, I mean modern, and then there's stuff that doesn't feel like it fits in the the narrative, but it does, because it's it's a different world. It's just this alternate fairy tale fantasy world, and it's kind of interesting how it works. Um, and, and we do get to see the map, too, so you can see um, that this world it has similar things like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones where it has its own continents and islands and stuff that aren't um, even alternate uh, Earth. It's, it's just like this completely different fictional world. Um, all right, so where else do we want to go? What, what, what do we else want to talk about? I just wanted to touch on something because we, we already passed on this, but I didn't get to say anything. I know you guys are all have a different vibe for the Vice Admiral. He does not do anything but give me bad vibes. I could be way off on it, but every scene with him, he is calculating. He is manipulating all the pieces for his own gain. Again, that's how it feels to me. Is it for his own gain or for the gain of the community as a whole? Well, this is the thing that's going to play out is that (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. Is this actually just a guy who's just really determined to do the right thing, or is this guy who is someone well, who's in what a he position of power? Is the right thing. Let's be clear. Oh, what fair you... enough, right? Yeah. yeah. But the thing well, is, is that will... the point is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. No, just my. I just wanted to say is that like I get your guys's position on him, but every scene with him, like the actor does a phenomenal job, but bad, bad vibes. So, well, I'll be curious. I, you know, you know, you know we'll, we'll find out. Kevin already probably knows because of uh, season one is, is he's binged it already. Uh, but based off of uh, since the last time we talked about this seven days ago, um, I, I see what you're going at, but I, I don't know if it's intentional. Because let me t- explain why I say that. Because when he's obviously he has a little bit off with the son of the old leader of the city because, it's the, you know, he was an asshole, the, the, the leader and a criminal, and his son's a dink. And so <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make me see surprised that he may be like, you know, like roll his eyes at that guy. And for some reason he has an interest in Co- Cody or Kobe, whatever his name is. And I, I don't know why yet. Is, is Kobe really that much better than the other 40 people on the ship. I I, I don't know. Um, so it may be intentional. Is there something about Kobe he, he knows? Because maybe he knows that Kobe, um, he really wants to get this, you know, monkey, Luffy, um, and Kobe knows him, so maybe that's why he's doing it. But maybe he really thinks he's good. And then the other thing I want to bring up, too, is the calculation of what, 
um, he may want to do. It could be right spot on, and I don't want to talk because I did see episode four already, so I'm trying to make sure I don't screw that up and, and bring something up there <laughs> because yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stop and watch. Well, my daughter didn't want to be left off on the, on the cliffhanger, um, but he may. Yeah, so he may not be calculating. I mean, he may be calculating because he's for the own good of this of whatever, as you said, Barrett. Yeah, so, the society itself. I don't think we have enough information yet, is what I'm saying. But I can see how it's intentionally playing it that way. Uh, uh, not Kevin, Sean. That they may want us to think he's bad, but they also may want some people to think he's good. Or they want to make them ambiguous intentionally because we'll find out later. Yeah. That's what I think it is, more ambiguous. And because he is a representative of that whole culture, I think that it makes it harder to know what his motivations are necessarily. But, I mean, when uh, Sean said calculating, I thought, you know, that's a very apt description. You can but isn't you know, every leader like that? Isn't every leader calculating that's if you make it to that position in a military? A good leader, yes. Yeah. You know, a good leader, yes. But That's uh, why the guy with the axe hand isn't a good leader. He's just, he's probably stuck where he'll always be stuck. In that, well, the guy with the hacked hand was relying on strength. Right. Whereas the admiral is strength and uh, intelligence. Yep. You know, whereas it's you know, the the guy with the axe hand, his whole thing is hit it, kill it. Whereas the admiral is okay. Let's figure this out first. Let's strategize, then kill it. You know. Well, and the axe hand's son, that guy is a bully. So I don't think anybody likes him. <laughs> that's probably spent more than five minutes with him well I mean the the son is arrogant a dink, a dink. Yeah, he's I a mean, bully he's, he's, well a bully. yeah but I mean he's he's arrogant he's he's a bully and the thing is is that he's getting his comeuppance and he's trying to adjust to it all because this kid that he's bullied is now above him, and he's like it's it's blowing his categories, if you will. He, he just he has a hard time understanding it, and he's trying to make life tough on him, make life hard on Kobe. As a result, because he's like, I should be the one playing games with the admiral. I should be the one, even though you know your father was a disgrace and you were obviously a disgrace. So. You know, no, you shouldn't be the guy playing things with the Emerald, but in his mind, he thinks he should be. Right. And can I just say one quick little off the top off, off the topic thing is um, the the dinner scene where all they're all having dinner, and all of a sudden, Monkey jumps up on the table. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be a pirate. I'm going to be it. Meanwhile, Usopp, the guy that's warning everybody about pirates, is looking up saying, say what? <laughs> wait, what? You're an actual pirate? Really? You know, it's like, I wait, I've been warning people that you're coming and you're like here and sitting next to me. And, and what? Well, and I think this is what's great about Monkey is not only he he wants to be a pirate, 
but how he acted at the dinner. He's breaking all norms and regularities without even knowing he's doing so. And he's almost like changing at least his bubble, if not the world, based off his own attitude. Because in his eyes, pirates don't have to be bad. They don't have to steal. They don't have to do all <laughs> these he's things. so enthusiastic, it's hard not to get behind him. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and at the dinner. The is, I mean, he's done. also, I mean, in a way, he also, ex, 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 he also shows uh, obliviousness because when Mimi, um, the, the woman, comes out with these very attractive dresses and he just looks at her like now you're this you're still Nami. Nami, what what's her name? Nami. Nami, thank you. Not thank you. Good grief. He says, No, you're still Nami. Yeah, well no, I don't know this? that that's you're oblivious. Still... I think he well, just no, he, he doesn't, he doesn't under... think clothes doesn't... make her a different person. So well, to him I mean, the that's thing not is, oblivious. Well the oblivious is she well, she it's obvious it's she's still Nami, but she wants to come out looking pretty. She wants him to be impressed that you look, I can get myself all prettied up, and he doesn't notice. No, I think he notices, it just doesn't change anything for him. I don't, I don't think he notices. I don't think he says, Oh, hey, you look a lot better. I mean, I don't see him as oblivious, I, I see him as someone that just rolls off the back of him like a duck. He just doesn't like people insult him, and he's he's not pushed back down. Bullies can't bring him down. That's, no one that's, can bring him down. That's interesting. I don't know which I feel. I I think it's somewhere in the middle because I, I think he knows. I, I I think he just doesn't understand how people can just be bad. It's not in his nature, and and it yeah. confuses him. I, I'm not I think, sure about that. I think. I think he just, yeah, it's definitely not in his nature, but he doesn't understand why they would want to be bad. Right, that's what I mean. Right, it I think he understands that people can be bad, but right. why they would want to do that is... So I see a, a subtle difference there between obliviousness and just not accepting it. Cause I think he, there's an aspect... Oh, sorry. There's an aspect no, of the fact that he just sees the best in people that others are not maybe able to see. And so but they don't even see themselves, right? Exactly. Right. And so he's a situation, he, it's a situation where it's not that he's ignorant to their failings or weaknesses. It's just that he believes and sees so much of the strength within them, whether they know it or not, that it, it allows him to be able to have a different perspective and how, and way that he handles things. Well, I, I I just think that there's just something weird. His reaction when Nami comes out, like I said, Nami comes out and she's now no longer in, you know, grunge, you know, grungy sailing clothes that she's probably been wearing for the last week straight. She's now cleaned up and looking, you know, a little more on the elegant side, you know, on the, you know, Instead of it, like a pretty pretty woman side, and he doesn't he doesn't see it, or he doesn't know to say, you know, oh yeah, you know, you're looking really good. I mean, yeah, it's obvious. I mean, we all know it's still Nami. We all know it's the same woman, but right. it's almost like he thinks like she's trying to wear a disguise, 
And it's like, no, he's not trying to wear, she's not trying to wear a disguise. She's just trying to look nice. And he doesn't understand that because when he goes to dinner, he's pretty much wearing the same thing he normally wears. You know, Zerl comes out wearing a nicer outfit and, you know, not that T-shirt with the, with the, what almost looks like a, a Y with an extra, uh, extra line on it. Um, I get what you're saying. I just don't agree. I, I think that. Yeah, it's, okay. I, I, I do like. I, I do like your observation, though, Kevin, because it's not like he's. He's. Into, he, all right. There's. There's a couple of things he could be meaning when he says this. One is, he's trying to tell her that she doesn't have to dress a certain way or be a certain way, because you're still who you are. And I don't think that's what he's doing. I think he's clueless. And it, she's dressing up nice because she just wants to change or whatever, present herself because of the, you know, depending on where you go, you dress, uh, you do as the Romans do. And he's clueless because he doesn't understand that you don't stand on a table at a dinner. You don't, you're supposed to wear a certain type of clothes at a dinner. He doesn't understand any of that. And so when she says. I don't think it's about you... understanding. That's the problem. That's where I'm having the distinct problem. Okay. okay so what, what you guys are saying. All right, all right, he's okay. not clueless. He doesn't care. He well, sees I'm, the world in a different way, so he does what he wants to do. No, no, but, I want to ask you about about when he says to Nami, what, what, and he goes, I don't know, you, you look like Nami. What, what, what is he clueless there, or is he? Is it like you say, he just thinks a different way than most people? He just thinks his own way, and he thinks that she's Nami no matter what she's wearing, whether that's beautiful or not. She's who she is. He's who he is. It's not the clothes that are going to make her. I, I I I like where you're going, Barrett, because that this is a different perspective. I never thought, and you're right. He just looks at the world differently because his mind works a different way, and it's not because he's mentally ill with behavioral health issues, and it's not because he's being a dink, and it's not because he's clueless. It's just that his mind just works a different way than other people. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I, see what, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know if I, I 100% agree, but I see where you're going, and, and, it, and it's, it's a really good point. I mean, it is a good, I mean I, I, it is a good point. I just don't – I mean, yes, he definitely sees the world in a different way. I just don't know if that is partially because he's clueless or what, because – because like he doesn't understand that Nami is coming out trying to look pretty, and he doesn't understand that. I mean, I think even I mean because when they said you're going to have to dress up for dinner, and he looks down at his own outfit like, what's wrong with what I've got on? He doesn't understand. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I. I mean, oblivious may not be the right right word, but clueless might be like. Well, that's and, why I say he sees the world in a different way. Yeah. Because those are things that don't matter to him. Right. Those exactly. don't the, matter to him. His well, ultimate I mean, goal is to become the, the big pirate guy, and none of those things are going to help him get to where he wants to go. And also, um, I mean, if you look at the, the culture that he is in, whenever we see flashbacks, we don't see people all dressed up. Right. You know, we see people on the coast, on, on the shoreline. We see people in harbor. You know, we do not see, we see pirates. We don't see people all dressed, you know, if you say, I'll, I think it's say like all gussied up. You know, we don't see people dressed to the nines. We just see people dressed in whatever it is because they normally can't afford 
nice clothes or they're in a situation where wearing really, really nice clothes doesn't, doesn't do anything where now he's in a culture where you have a very, it, it's, it's kind of like he's going to, uh, you know, uh, yeah, well, he, I mean, he's literally, he's going to a very rich place, you know, with a different rich culture. And so he doesn't understand the rich culture. So he doesn't understand that what's wrong with what I'm wearing when, when he's, re, when, when everybody else around kind of figures, okay, this is a rich, well-to-do place. They do things differently. And he just doesn't get it. Well, I think we'll get a better idea of how clueless he is or if he just doesn't care the further into the show we get. So you've seen more of it. So maybe that's. That points to that. I don't know. Well, that it doesn't. It, well, I'll, I'll 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 reserve my comments for later. Yeah, right. But but, but yeah, it's 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 a valid point because you know uh, we all know that okay when you go to a, a a dinner party you know we wear a certain type of clothes or if you want to present yourself. T- to someone you dressed a certain way, you, you know, I mean, it, it's the same thing as a disguise, right? I mean, you, you, you want to pretend that you're a uh, Marine, well, you, you, you wear the outfit that, that Nami did when she, she, when she first met Luffy, right? I have a point to that. So he's told that he's supposed to dress differently by that butler guy, and they're told to clean up, and yet he still wears what he's going to wear. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yep. And and at the dinner party, he stands on the table. Wait, right. You don't, you don't <laughs> supposed to do that. You know. He's just so enthusiastic. He has to jump up there and let everybody know, I'm going to be a pirate captain king someday. Right, right. Maybe the only time you ever <laughs> do that is, is at, like, a, a Russian party where, you know, they do the, that Russian dance or something. But yes. I think they, but, if only he had had access to Toastmasters, he'd learn how to do a proper toast <laughs> in the wrestling of the room. Well, his speech was Believe pretty Believe awesome. it or not, I am a part of Toastmasters. Well, there you go. So you, can, you yeah. can confirm that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I, they I don't was, say jump I, on the I table. Was, I was way back when I was single and looking. So I thought, oh, that may be – my parents suggested, you could meet somebody there. I'll try a couple of events. Uh, but either way, um, uh, I thought his speech was awesome when he was standing on the table. That oh, yeah. Great. And it was like he wasn't even – he was just talking to himself almost. Yeah, right, <laughs> At that right. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what's kind of interesting is that a lot of this um, is Ichiro Oda's words, in a sense, because he, he created the character to be this way with these words uh, and whatnot. And obviously it was written uh, by um, other folks. Uh, you know, Matt Owens co-wrote this episode. But, but you know, it's based off of the exact stuff that uh, Oda wrote so so uh, i'm curious to see interviews with oda because i never bothered um because how he thinks and how he you know, you know because he's the one that created this you know it's, it's just interesting um but either way um luffy is just such a distinct character um and i'm slowly maybe thinking that barrett you may be right he's not clueless he just doesn't compute to him because it's not how he views the world or people or whatever. So maybe he has to change a little bit. How he, he views it because he's, he doesn't understand it, and so therefore he's slightly clueless. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he. But it's know, not because of ig- a true ignorance. It's because well, it is ignorance because he doesn't know. But it's right. it's not demeaning. I'm, I'm trying to not use the ignorance no, no, as no, a, yeah. at all. 
and then I never I never wanted to be demeaning toward towards towards Luffy. I'm just saying that he was clueless because you know I, yeah. oblivious is probably the wrong wrong word, but definitely clueless because he just didn't get it, or you he know? didn't care because like the clothes thing, he was told to wear better clothes, he didn't. So it's yeah. just a either or. In in those cases, well, sometimes but, you know, he doesn't know, and sometimes he doesn't care. Well, but, he's but, but I don't know, and I don't care. I mean, but, but it, it also makes it like uh, he's 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 forgetting other people's feelings, right? Because if yeah, yeah, you know, you know, so and, and and he's not a narcissist. He's just he's just oh no, not remotely. And, and like, it's not Nami was looking for approval, and he didn't give it to her. Right. Um, right. He just. He, even though in his way, I think he was trying to say, you know, she looks good or whatever. But <laughs> well, e- even even his um, his hosts, you know, uh, they're expecting him to show up maybe in a nice dinner outfit, and instead he, he he comes, you know, basically almost identical to how he regularly dresses, and he's not thinking about they may be insulted if he doesn't follow the rules of the house. But I don't think it's in malice. I think it's, I guess I'll use the word ignorance again. But unfortunately for him, though, it also doesn't, it could backfire to him in the future because it could hurt him with people that may like him who become offended because he's he's clueless. It, you know what I'm saying? It could be, yeah, so... I'm I'm, begin, I'm I'm worried that he may alienate people and become enemies with people without even knowing why, because he forgets their their point of view. Well, I mean, I can understand that partially, like from my own experience. When I was in grad school, I was in I was doing a my for my master's thesis. I was in a research center in deep South Georgia. All right, so everybody I pretty much was talking to down there were all Southerners, and I'm being from New York, and I would say stuff, and people would walk, and I did not know this until people were coming up to me to kind of ease back on things because they said, you have a very northern sense of humor. They don't get it, and sometimes your humor can be a bit abrasive. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? He said, "Your your humor. It's it's very northern. It's a lot of it's sarcastic. They don't they don't understand sarcasm as well down here as as you do up up in the north up north." And I'm thinking, "Oh, okay, all right." It's funny okay. how Southerners see that distinction so so big. <laughs> yeah, I know. The thing is, it's. I mean, there were there were times where I would laugh at stuff, and people were looking at me, going, "Kevin, why are you laughing at that?" It's, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> like, uh, why? You know, because I mean, we were in a movie once where I was laughing at certain scenes that nobody else was laughing at, and that's when that's when people had to explain. Kevin's got a northern sense of humor; they find that sort of thing funny. It's like, oh, well, that's weird, you know. And I and I'm and I was clueless to this. I because I, being a Yankee, I did not understand the the southern a lot of the southern culture, and in many ways, I still don't. I still don't know well, where where I was upsetting people or where I was kind of rubbing them the wrong way. Well, but, well, but Kevin, the difference was between you and Luffy was that you weren't told in advance that you had to act a certain way. Well, Luffy was told 
to dress a certain way, and he didn't. So yeah. you didn't insult them intentionally. It's similar to that old story about Jimmy Carter, where he went to Saudi Arabia or United Arab Emirates or, or one of the, the those um, Gulf nations, and they served him his food, and he wanted to be polite. So Jimmy Carter ate all his food, and then they came back with second plate. And he did, and so he ate it all again, and then they kept kept on coming. And then someone had to come over to him, whisper in his ear, and say, you're supposed to leave a little food left, and that lets them know that you're all done. And he didn't know that. And and no one was insulted because he didn't insult anybody. If anything, he made the chef happy because, you know, he ate a lot of food. But um, had he known, obviously he probably would have, you know, ate one bowl and then the second bowl leave a little, and then, you know, he would have been done. And and here maybe that's the same thing. Maybe maybe for you you didn't know, but Luffy was told, but maybe he didn't know that they would be insulted. And again, his host wasn't necessarily insulted, but but obviously the the butler right. was. But the butler well, he did change shirts. What's that? He did change shirts. So yes, I mean, maybe yeah. in his own. Mind that was, that was okay, enough. This is yeah. this is good yeah. enough. It's a, it's a new because I mean I look exactly the same, but it's a different shirt. Yeah, it's a new, it's a different kind of floral shirt. No, it's, but I mean, I'm, and I'm also sure I'm also I also bet they did take a bath because they were all they're all told to wash up, you know, wash up and change into you know. And so he's like, all right, I'll wash up, and you know, he did what he was told. Well, he did what he thought he was supposed to do. You know, and yeah. I don't think he was, and like I said, I don't think it was the didn't know, didn't care. I think it was he just didn't, he didn't know, and that was the extent of it because he just was not familiar with this culture, and so he did what he thought was requested of him. Yeah, yeah right, but he right. had people around him getting dressed differently. So, but normally dressed yeah. different. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you know, you know, it's funny though. His friends didn't even tell him. They could have said, "No, no, look, this is how it works." Because Nami could have sat yeah. him down, but they didn't. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. So, so that, that's another thing that was interesting because they they just rolled their eyes and gave up instead of sitting him down and saying, "No, no." Well, this I mean, even um, air, air, the the new friend, air, Usup, Usup, Usup. Even Usup didn't really change very much. I mean, he still had his vest with no shirt. Right, right. That's you true. You know, I mean, that he yeah. he he kept his he kept his attire. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about this a little too long yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's time to move on to the new captain we find. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, right. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think the new captain ate devil fruit? I think he has to have. That seems yeah, he, to be the main thing oh, that's oh, caused. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah because, everyone yeah. to have special abilities has yeah. eaten the devil yeah. fruit. Because, yeah. they guess, never, because they never mentioned it. They, they, they don't. No, they, they don't. But the thing is, maybe that's just because anybody they has rely on the audience to be smart enough to figure it out. Because I think they are. Have, yeah. Because once you have Buggy say, "Okay, I've got," you know, "Yeah, I ate the devil fruit too," and so after that, you figure anybody with like really bizarre special abilities, you know, is eating the devil fruit and just right. leave it at that. Yeah, like a seven-year-old Vivian, I was I watched the show with. I immediately turned to her. I go, "Oh my god, that guy must have ate a devil's fruit," and and she goes, yeah. "Yeah, but 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 we have the two vampires as well, and I doubt all three of them ate devil fruit, right?" So are maybe, they vampires? They seem like no, a different race. Vampires, they're cats. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They seem like cats. They seem like right, they're right, dressed right. up as cats. They're they're, they're right. dressed up as cats because they're hissing. Remember, they were part of a what was the name of the crew? Something like Cat Crew or whatever or something. Well, and, and this is this comes down to part of the the world, right? That yeah, I think there are other races, right? Like yeah, that guy yeah. that talks to Buggy has a really different look. The uh, which guys? The, the high guy that comes to Buggy that's <laughs> that's mad at him, and they have Buggy. Oh right, center. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and he even says, "You humans." Right. He looks kind of like a troll it. almost. Yeah, yeah. So he and then we have the the um um uh, the cat people as, as we mentioned. And then even Mary, Mary isn't truly oh, human. No, right? no. But the thing is is that I don't think they were I think they were dressed as or they were behaving as cats with but, the But his, one of them has has the teeth. The cat. They the, both the had the teeth actually. Yeah, the vampire teeth. But I mean, did, does does that mean no, they could be just just like I mean, they uh, could be like I like mean, cats, they could be they could file it down or whatever. I don't know. I mean, right. do, do, do they retract? I mean, I I don't think they're vampire. I mean, I don't think they're vampires, but they're, they're they do have those teeth, though. They do have those yeah, teeth. but I mean, they have the yeah, they have the canines. It's the fangs. There's some kind of beast, beast uh, uh, creatures, right? But I mean, right. they're some sort. Well, yeah. the, and you got to remember, furries come from Japan, right? That, that that's right. Point. Right, and and this is an anime, right? So, but, but the thing, I don't think the captain hissed at all, though. I mean, he no, just, no, 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 he's no, a he human that ate fuck. devil fruit that was in command right. of the ship that they were on. That's my right. guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I was just thinking, it's like, okay, we're the cat crew or whatever it is. So, if you're gonna be part of the cat crew, you're gonna have to act like cats. I mean, that's just what we do. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> now, what we yeah. ask something. Let me interject here for a second. Uh, Sean, what happened to you? You disappeared on us. No, I'm just listening to you guys go. Oh, all right. Well, your, what's your thoughts on any of that? Uh, are, are, are they they non-humans and uh, the, the chef and, the, and the, the woman? And is the captain, uh, quote-unquote captain, butler, um, that he ate devil fruit? What's your thoughts on all that? Well, I was wondering because, I mean, it's still not clear what is actually afoot in this world. So, like, the guy who was the accountant guy that looked like he had... Um, like, like a sheep. Little, like a sheep, right? <laughs> so I'm just wondering if this is a situation where you have hybrid people. And you so you have, like, the and maybe they are uh, the working class or whatever because they don't have full human status or something, so they end up taking jobs that other people may not be suited for. Um, or so, I don't know. But just, well, well, that's, a, that's a, a fair thought, but I think, I think you're, you're putting that too much into the mo- our present world where it was with all the weird race relations that we have now that have gone backwards since Martin Luther King. Um, I think what it is is you got to remember, Mary is pretty wealthy, pretty powerful, pretty smart, um, and whatnot. So, and, and, and what he does is not a menial, let me rephrase, not a, a, um, a non-skilled labor job, you know, he's bourgeois at, if, if anything, right. Versus servant class. So, I, I I don't think it's because of his ethnicity. So I misspoken what that I meant, but uh, no, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah right. Right. All right. I'm I'm just trying to say that because this, this, again, as we 
go further into this world, you'll you'll start seeing different creatures and stuff. I mean, even like I said in in the anime and manga, uh, Usopp is quote unquote human, but is he really human if he has a Pinocchio nose? You know what I'm saying? So so there, there's going to be it's going to be more like The Witcher where we're we're going with a steampunk or or kind of sort of modern world feeling, if that makes sense. With so there'll be other races, is what I'm saying, and and it and it's a lot of them will be uh, as equal to to the humans. Um, but it, it's a good observation for only three episodes in. It's like what what does that mean, right? Because we've only seen we haven't seen many non-humans in positions other than servants. Uh, though I will say that Murray Mary. Is, is more more apt to be a bourgeois than than a servant. Um, let's see. Uh, where else do we want to go? What what else do we want to talk about? Anything? Anyone? Anything? Anyone? There are a lot of different subplots going on, and it's going to be interesting to see them all come together. Because um, now we've got Buggy and that big pirate guy, and yep, now yep. we've got this another another pirate that's hiding there trying to take over her wealth and gain the shipyard, which would be interesting. Um, yeah, he faked his death, right? Yeah, he faked his death, and now he's hiding there, and he's working on getting control of all of her money, and she owns the shipyards. So that's pretty nefarious. And then then we've got um, Luffy and his crew trying to get the One Piece, which is pretty important in this world. Um, it's Yes, people think it's just a a rumor or whatever, maybe it's not real, maybe it is real, um, but it's still another huge, huge thing going on. So we've got some pretty big, and then we've got the Admiral chasing them all. <laughs> right, right. And then and then we have the, the Kobe and Helmepo story as well, where they're fighting each other, who I guess is going to come up on top there. Um and and there's another coincidence too, besides Usopp's father knowing Shanks, but or working for Shanks. But Helmepo's father supposedly killed um, the Butler character because it was his father that supposedly killed the the, the pirate. You know the guy that faked. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of coincidence here, but but oddly they don't feel. Fake. No, they don't. Yeah. yeah. It feels like the world is, it feels like the world is small, like Europe probably felt before they found the new world. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of um, important people know each, each other uh, or know of yeah. each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, let's see. And then, uh, oh, and then Kobe. Uh, um, well, well, we'll talk about that. Some of, some of this may, may be related to episode four, so yeah, we, I can't bring that up now. Um, and the cliffhanger, I mean, let, let's tell you yeah, what. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because, yeah. I mean, the cliffhanger is is that Zoro comes down to the basement because there's wine and he wants to drink. And that's when um, he just, you know, that's when we discover, oh, okay, the butler is a pirate and his. The, the two other servants are his his minions, if you will, 
And they killed and, the financial guy. They kill, they kill Mary, the financial guy, and they think they kill Zero by hitting him over the head with a vase or a bottle or something like that, and they throw both of them into a well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was devastating. They threw his swords in with him. Yeah, that's what I said to my, my daughter. I go, oh, my God, they're throwing his weapons, too. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, yeah, Mary's death was unfortunate because he just wanted to do an audit. And the butler said, uh, said all right, he, he's, he's figuring out too much, so I'm going to have to eliminate him. And he, yeah, he, he wanted to protect Mar- uh, protect the girl. Yeah, Kate and Kyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so he he unfortunately has his demise. Uh, I did love how Zorro, uh, I was looking for the you know the booze, and then finally out of the booze, says, "Oh, that's a that's a wine cellar we have." And he goes, "Why didn't you say that sooner? Why didn't you start with that?" Yeah, why didn't you start with that? That was hilarious. I just thought <laughs> my daughters didn't get it. They go, "Why, why are you laughing at it?" I go, "Oh, it's kind of funny." And then they go, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, it's funny." Even though I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was I love that line. That was great. Um, so climbs out the window, and that's when he starts yelling "pirates, pirates," and no one takes him seriously. And then Kobe shows up with his hand out, shows up in the right time. <laughs> says, "I believe you." Yep. And and what's interesting is which pirates are they going to go after? Because ultimately, their goal is to get Lofty and his crew. But there's a bigger pirate there. Right, but if right, he right, right. will have a hard time, I, I would imagine though if he says, "Oh yeah, it's the the cat guy," you know, it's like, uh, he's dead," you know, we I you know he's dead, so no, you're you're lying. And then if the and if he has the reputation of lying, then right. no Sorry. one's gonna understand. And it's like, look, have you seen you know monkey? Right. Oh yeah, he's up in the mansion, but you know, but there's this other pirate with these bang with these things and the the the, the long nails, and he, you know, he skewered a guy, you know. That's like, no, he's yeah, dead. yeah. Did, did 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 I when I said that how how Mappo's father killed? Yeah, he fakes his death, right? It, that was all in talked about in this episode, right? It wasn't episode four. Oh, did I, I screw that up? What's that? Uh, you broke up. Talked about in both. Okay, all right. So because that that's when Kobe will have to determine what what's the truth. Because if Hal Meppo's father supposedly killed him, and Hal Meppo says, obviously this guy's lying because that pirate is dead. My father killed him, right? So that that that's that's um, obviously going to make Kobe. Yeah. So Kobe's. He's not a leader. At least he's not now. Put it this way: he's, he's he doesn't react quick enough, and and that's what the captain or the admiral was trying to tell him when he was playing the game. You have to react. You can't think continuously. You have to think as you're reacting. And Kobe, unfortunately, now in a real world situation, is still thinking too much without acting at the same time. Would you guys agree with that? It's too soon to say since his game. This is going to be the pivotal moment to see if that's if yeah. that if that game playing with the captain is or the admiral is going to make a difference in how he behaves in a real life life situation. Right, right, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. Obviously, we'll most likely see in the next episode, episode four, how it works out. My um, guess would be simply though that the vice admiral doesn't waste his time. 
So when he sees talent, he will pour his energy into that talent and get whatever he can from that talent. But he obviously sees something in Kobe, and we'll see just where that goes. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the cliffhanger is uh, Usopp escapes. Uh, Kobe, I mean, Zoro is is uh, thrown down the well. And uh, what happens to Luffy? Anyone want to bring up what happens to Luffy? He drank the whole thing that had poison oh, in it. Poison. A huge thing of pot of food that had poison in it. Right, yeah. right. So we'll f- see what happens to him. And uh, we now know that, yep, we're, our suspicion is correct. Uh, Mr. Butler uh, not only was poisoning uh, Kaya, he is, uh, and we now seen him murder someone, Mary, and as well uh, admit that he's the, the pirate. Yeah, because Zoro actually, Zoro had knew about him, but he couldn't place the face. And then when he finds, they find the body of Mary, and he and he confronts the butler. He goes, I know who you are. Um, but Zoro gets hit over the head with a bottle of wine and is tossed on the well. And that's pretty much where it ends. Oh, and uh, isn't there a scene, though, with um, the two women? Yes. Because uh, yeah, uh, Nami, was... Nami is going around stealing stuff. <laughs> And then she ends up in the room of the of Kaya, and they and Kaya's like, "You're stealing stuff." Well, I okay, yeah. And she's like, "That we have too much stuff anyway." But then they you know what talking. that that felt so real to me because she she just she knew what she was doing, but she didn't care. I like that. Yeah. Right. And well, the thing it, is, is that she like she said we have too much stuff anyway, and I think it's just more of I'm in this house, I'm by myself. I mean, she's, like, kind of looking for – I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think she likes Usopp is that because he's from the outside and he's telling her stories, even though she doesn't believe him. She, she's more like it's something from the outside. It's something different than from the humdrum life that I live, you know. And then meeting Nami, it's almost like here's somebody who's exciting, but then Nami also starts talking to her and actually starts being kind and friendly to her even though she's not used to being kind and friendly to people. And Kai is mentioning that it's like, you know, you, you really do need work on your, on your, on your friendship skills. And then Nami actually starts laughing. And that's something you normally don't see her do is actually start laughing. Like she's actually enjoying herself. Right. Right. And, and the relationship builds pretty well because she goes, uh, you don't even know me. How can we be friends? And, and then she goes, well, I wasn't stealing this because I needed uh, charity, and then and then that's what she says. No, no, that's not what I meant. I meant we just have enough stuff. We, we, I mean, I would have just gave it away anyway. Um, and then uh, eventually they become friends, and she returns, starts putting the stuff back on her own will, even though she yeah. was uh, uh, even though she was offered to keep it, she decides to put it back anyway. What was that, Sean? Well, I was going to say it also flipped back because Kaya is considered fragile. Well, I mean, part of it is being poisoned. It probably doesn't help you. But she's treated as fragile and that she can't do anything. And, and she doesn't where like she gives, where she gives, Where she gives Nami the uh, friendship as opposed to charity, then Nami gives her the, the, the freedom of not being pitied. And that 
She can right. do stuff. And that's empowering so they empower each other. Yep. Which I thought was a really powerful scene. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, absolutely. It was really great. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. So she's a victim and and uh we will find out more for sure next next episode what what uh the situation is and how she finds out that she's been betrayed um, all this time. Um, anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Nope. All right. I think we're, we're good. Yeah, we concur. So uh, I guess we can start wrapping up here. So uh, before we talk about our final thoughts on the episode, uh, uh, Barrett, uh, what's that podcast that me and you uh, co-host and we have other people join us and we talk about I guess all things. Uh, Dark discussions. That is the main podcast. No, 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 no. no, no, no the other one. Okay, other last one. time you did. It I said me. I said me. I said me and you do, and then we have <laughs> other people come in and we talk about general general stuff. So what's that one? I think he's that, talking about Halloween boutique. Halloween yeah. boutique psychotronic reviews. Yes, we talk about everything on that show. Um, anything that's not dark discussions related. Um, Anything that is... A lot of talk with discussions related stuff, too, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that, too. Uh, we do we do books. We interview authors. We interview directors, actors, you name it. We do a lot of stuff on there. Most recently, we did The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Um, and eventually, we'll be doing The Peacemaker Show. Uh, that's on its... We'll be probably doing that once we finish this this show. I'm going to have to watch that again. <laughs> it's worth um, watching again. Oh, it's a great show. Um, yeah, Vigilante is the best. Um, Taylor Swift's sexy butt, too. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, show, um, Barrett, what's that main podcast? <laughs> so you can explain that one. Dark Discussions. That is the main podcast where we talk about all things horror-related um, You know, there's only 52 weeks in a year, so we can only talk about so many different movies, so you know they're all horror related. Mostly, once in a while we'll do something different, like Jurassic World and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Artifice Girl was that science? Yeah, some science yeah Avatar, Avatar, the Avatar, Avatar movie. Yeah. Oh, actually, Avatar was a Halloween boutique. Yeah, that's was right. it? Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but the but the first Wonder Woman was the dark discussion. Oh yeah, first Wonder Woman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we break out of the mold a little bit, but not as much as we do on Halloween boutiques like Trump. Didn't you? But didn't you? But wasn't uh, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, Halloween boutique? Because I remember uh, we covered that one. Uh, that that one was probably was, but the first one, yeah, the very first one was, was actually a Dark Discussions one. Yeah, yeah. So that's a fair point. See, so so they they do do overlap the Venn diagram every so often. Yep. Um, it's very good. So, uh, what else? Um, that's pretty much it for the house cleaning. Uh, but we do have other podcasts that uh, we do as well from other TV show podcasts, uh, other movie podcasts, and whatnot. Uh, that some of your co-hosts on this are on. Uh, all right, so let's get into our final thoughts on this episode here. So let's start with you, Sean. Uh, just another fantastic episode in what has been a fantastic series so far. Casting characters are all just superb. Story storytelling superb. I'm uh, just 
everything that's involved with it has just been so good. And if you haven't started watching it, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast right now, get on and watch the first three episodes and catch up because this is just so good. And uh, looking forward to seeing just uh, where the next twist is uh, in episode four. And there's a twist. <gasps> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is. Uh, all right. So um, what about you, Barrett? What do you got? Uh, pretty much everything Sean said covers it all. It was a great episode. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet and you're listening to this podcast, you do need to go watch it. Um, it is one of the better shows on television. Always puts me in a good mood. It's fun to watch. It's got good storyline, great actors. Yeah. There you go. All right. And uh, Kevin, what do you got? Yeah, same thing. Uh, good show. Watch it. Binge it if you have to. That's just fine. The characters are fun, uh, even though I can't remember all the names, but they're still very good. And I'm looking forward to talking about next week. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, show keeps on uh, being well received, as uh, the critics say, and the viewers are saying. So, uh, yeah, big thumbs up. And there's a reason why season two has been announced. Um, and this was a great episode. Uh, I do not like the cliffhangers, uh, but so be it. Um, that's just uh, um, I'm, I'm not obviously really pissed about it, but but it's like. God, Dang it. <laughs> it is what it is. But um, it's a great show. Uh, I recommend. And, yeah, can't wait to talk about uh, part two of this two-part uh, episode, it seems. One so note, Phil, yeah. is that we're, we're putting ourselves through the cliffhangers because we're not binging it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, because even though uh, my daughter was forced forced me to watch the next episode because she didn't want to be left off the cliffhanger, she was very upset that there's a cliffhanger for episode four as well. And now <laughs> she wanted to watch it tonight, but but instead we we watched uh, part of Taylor Swift's uh, Errors tour on YouTube. Uh, but but we'll get to that uh, this weekend. Um, so yes, yes. All right. So uh, once again, uh, this is a. Uh, our discussion on episode three of the television series One Piece, the live action show on Netflix. Uh, episode three was called Tell No Tales, uh, directed by Emma Sullivan, her first of two, because uh, uh, each episode, each director, there's four uh, direct um, two episodes. Each. Uh, this episode, the writing is a little different, though. They, they mix it up. Uh, this episode was written by co-creator Matt Owens and someone named Damani Johnson. Uh, that's pretty much the final stuff. So uh, that's we'll be, oh, this episode will hopefully be released uh, the 21st. So by the time you hear this, it will be already released. Um, next week's episode, we are going to record on the 26th of September and hopefully have it released on the 28th of September as well. Uh, so we'll be back next week too. Uh, so that's pretty much it. So uh, uh, Barrett, why don't you lead us out? Thanks again for joining us um, on our review of episode three of One Piece. Join us next week when we review episode four. <laughs>